is Mark Gobes. I'm Andrew Baxter. And this is... Puppies and Watermelon. Puppies and Watermelon! Yay! Good morning, Gobes. Good afternoon. <laughs> Almost had to delay this episode because our apartment neighbours upstairs has decided to renovate their bathroom. So... If we have any interruptions and it sounds like someone's being murdered, it is just my problem. Okay. Well, I mean, it's still dark here. Oof. I'll look out the window. There is. There's nothing out there. I don't know how long it is until sunrise. But... Uh, it's not important. Stupid clock. Why do we have to do this? What's been crackling? Uh, what's, what's, what's been crack? What's, what's, what's been crack? Not a lot. Not a lot. Uh, I've got a. I feel like that should be a nice tra- way to transition into a little anecdote I've got, but um, I've barely been mm. outside since we last spoke. I've been having a problem lately. Well, I, I shouldn't flaunt this, but when you go to gatherings and meet people, I shouldn't say that because you, that is not what back, you were back doing. Back in a time when it was we're, okay to go out and meet people, coach went out and met someone. Yes, thing, but we no. This is very different. This is how different the world is because. We were at a birthday party on the weekend, and it's very normal. Like, it's not normal for you. Nope. <laughs> but anyway, and people say, like, even though I am out, I'm not using it to my advantage because I don't know what to say now because people say, what you been up to? And what would you say if someone says, what have you been up to? What's your small talk answer these days? I've, I mean, I've even got past the point now where I can say things along the lines of I've been making my own bread or <laughs> I've... Yeah. I, I, it really is. It's, it's just got to the point now where it's, well, I've been working from home and then on the weekends, I'm not working, but from home. Yeah. What more do you want from me? Stop quizzing me. Yeah. Stop well, asking the difficult questions. <laughs> no. You'll just, you'll get, you know, start working on Monday and give someone a call. Let's say, how, how was your weekend? You go, well, nothing happened. How was your weekend? Nothing happened. <laughs> it's not, we can't go out, like, we, well, we can go outside. We're allowed to go outside for exercise again. That's about it. But... It doesn't change the fact that it's getting dark shortly after four, which means that it's dark by the time I finish work. Um, on the weekend, it's cold. It, we just had quite a, quite the cold snap. And somehow, everywhere else in the country seemed to manage to get a bit of snow, and we got none. Like, nada. Huh. Yeah, that was a bit of a shame. It's like, Madrid has had snowfall for the first time in 61 years. They're known for their snow, though, Madrid. So that's fair enough. Yeah, they're known for not getting 61 it. 61 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I mean, a, a, it's a bit of a weird time for all things like that. But And all this time where we had... So, it, uh, yeah, no snow here. However, the conditions up in the north of England to go winter walking or winter climbing would have been great. And oh. we're sat here looking out the window going, oh, it's just cold. It is just cold. It's probably nothing worse than having the cold temperature, but not the beautiful snow. It just must be miserable. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, that's uh, the joy of a British winter. We get we just get cold and drizzly, but because we've got the jet stream in the Atlantic, it kind of stops us getting too cold to have consistent snow. So we just that's I mean that's why we have a reputation for poor weather because we like if you look at. Um, and if you if you look at like all the uh, satellite imagery where it shows something like here's uh, what the world looks like this time of year, or I really like the gifs where it shows the the world over time, Earth's like say over a year, showing the changing of the seasons, and you can see like over winter the snow line comes right down uh, from the north, and then uh, in the summer it goes back up, and then it gets cold in the southern hemisphere and stuff. If you look at that. Uh, the United Kingdom stands out as like everywhere else on that la- on that uh, latitude gets loads of snow, and we don't. Oh. just because. Well, you guys, you guys did Brexit, so it's your own damn fault. Oh yeah, right? okay, well, yeah, well, we, we didn't get in. Have you heard? But, I mean, if you, if we want to get political for a moment, have you heard about the <laughs> uh, the most scandalous bit about? Because so since we last recorded, Brexit has apparently uh, uh, Brexit has finished you could say, where we've now finally left, there's a deal or whatever. Um, the mo- one of the most scandalous things that happened was that a lorry driver had his ham sandwich confiscated at the border. Well, what was he thinking? 
yeah <laughs> how, how dare he take his lunch with him and then apparently he had to have it confiscated because it includes product of animal origin um mm. so uh yeah and this, the hard bit is you don't know which part of the sandwich is from an animal that's the the most difficult part of the this. hard bit is that they had to take his entire lunch <laughs> like this poor guy gets there like no idea this was going to happen and then they go ah, and that's ours now gonna have to confiscate it and destroy it which is a real shame but have a backup sandwich. That's the problem. Otherwise, a lot of not, not, not too bad. Yep. If there's a time in the world to do an an removal of country from larger organization of countries, is like you'd when you know if COVID didn't happen, you'd be saying, "Let's do it on Tuesday." Yeah. It's a weird kind of arbitrary moment to stop being part of something. But when when borders are closed for so long, like it's a it's quite a opportunistic time to to make <laughs> drastic changes because the world's going to be different anyway. So it's really the perfect storm for them. Well, I feel like the uh, all the lorry drivers that got stuck in Kent when they had to close the border would disagree with you. But, <laughs> uh, Even that made our news here. It is a bit weird that we're living in a time where the borders shut. For like two days, it was just like, and uh, like people were like rushing to get on the last ferry because that was it. There was there wasn't going to be another one. Flight. You know what? If we here. if we have no like other claim to fame than the one episode when we joked about how what if all international travel stopped? Like <laughs> we are prophets. That happened. I mean, by that point, a pandemic was already happening. And we we're like, oh well, what if it all goes really badly? Um. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have thought. You wouldn't have thought. One thing to remember is like, um, I thought about this recently. Was that with this, you could probably, if you're um, being very technical about it, describe this as a light pandemic. I would have thought because it's pretty. Like this is pretty bad. Pandemics are not good, but mm-hmm. as pandemics go, society hasn't immediately collapsed to like a, a couple of people locked up in a basement somewhere hoping the zombies don't get in right right like so if i mean as as pandemics go this this is this is not great it's pretty bad and it's, uh, i i i really wish wish it hadn't happened but we we probably should be realistic and realize this this could have been a lot worse we could have done a lot better as well but yeah oh goodness there's a lot of a lot of yeah but it's it i i would probably agree like you can't it's hard to make light of something that's very dark but it's um like yeah nothing's collapsed collapsed like uh oh, yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah, well yeah if we go and re- if we go and renew the bbc news feed we might find out that america's gone down but well i can't remember if um well that's true we're not in that country either <laughs> but uh, i was reading this i'm not sure if i mentioned this on a previous episode would delete if so but um i was up in the hills and i would sh- there was this uh, like railway that went into the the hills. Did I mention this at all? Is this and, um, John Green National for John Green? John, 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 yeah, John. yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go there. somewhere. Over there. Used, oh no, I used to go there. they they had this um the, this plaque there that's like they got a photo with all these these people around the the entrance of the thing, and no one's visiting at the moment, pretty much. But um, they were saying back in the day, whatever was happening, was it during the war or after the war or something? A lot of people were out of work, so to help people out they would they started making this railway so people would move up there and live out of tents and in exchange for hard labor they were given food rations wow and that's how they like that's how they kept themselves busy and they had the food and they could survive and so that in that respect i agree with what you said like no one's being forced to do hard labor as a last resort to get (laughs) carrots and potatoes like that's not happening yeah, it's, uh, I don't think it would. I don't think it would fly. I hope not. I, I would like to build a railway. But... I feel like I would probably, if I could have a chance where someone gave me an option and just said, look, we can give you, say, six months a year where you can just go and we'll, we'll, we'll take care of everything here. Like, we'll, you know, we'll source out all of your... Uh, any payments or anything you have like so you can you can just leave and come back and you'll be like nothing will have changed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so we can just we can just sort that all out for you and you can just go and like we'll we'll just go and 
do something else for six months. I could probably take that. <laughs> build a railway? Something like build a railway. Like, or like going and say, go, just going out in the middle of nowhere and do, well, doing something like building a railway. Building a railway is an example. Actually, it could be all right if I could just do it for a bit. Like pioneering times kind of thing. Yeah, go out, go, go out um, surveying or prospecting, something like that. But not like... Not like actually surveying or prospecting now because uh, it's not as it's fun nowhere near as romantic when all you do is drive around in a Ute with a uh, GPS thing. But eh, it could be it could have been fun. I dare say digging a hole is probably also not as romantic. But how about those people that decided on a whim on on hearing rumours and whispers that the other side of the country has got something valuable and you should get rid of everything and journey over, like oh, like going to the Wild West, like. Pretty ballsy effort. Uh, I say, if they struck it rich, they deserve to. It's a bit, yeah. Like I, I, trying to get your head around the idea that there's just more country out there that, aside from the fact it wasn't actually empty, but the government said it's empty and no one owns it. Um, the natives would probably disagree, <laughs> but the idea that you can just go, yeah. So there's just loads of plots of land over there. First person there gets it. Like it just doesn't make <laughs> yeah. sense. That's it. Oh yeah, I mean, hats off to them for doing it, but I guess my it probably says a lot about where they were coming from if they were willing to just go like out into the middle of nowhere. Someone just said, "You can just go and live out there now." They're like, "Yeah, sure, I'll take that." That's true. Speak, speaking of life changing things, um, I got a bit of a huge life update pending. Pending. Done something. Not yet, but I. Was at the doctor the other day. I was about to make a joke about something about some life changing uh, operation or something, and I feel like now it's a good thing I didn't make that joke. <laughs> well, it might be true. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the doctor takes off his glove. No, I'm just joking. Didn't worry Wait, what? He probably did. I'm not sure. Um, and he says I had to get this test. And I said, ah, oh, no worries. It's, I had a blood test, and it's cool. And he said, got to get this other test. It's a breath test. Sure, like, not afraid of needles. I'm a great man. And, and breath test, that doesn't seem so bad. So anyway, I uh, got to the, the, the nurse place and uh, I had in there and there's this, this middle-aged lady and she um, does the blood test. She's like, great. And she's like, oh, have you, have you um, eaten I said, yes, yeah, sorry, I've, I've eaten. And, okay, this breath test, what you have to do is you have to take this tablet and then not, oh, sorry, not, not eat or drink for six hours and then take this tablet and then breathe in this balloon. And it interacts with your gut and does something. It, it determines if, if there's this gut in your stomach. But your stomach has to be, have not nothing else in it, just the way the test works. And I said, this is fantastic. No worries, I can absolutely do that. So one small problem is that I've never swallowed a tablet in my life. And this isn't something that what? comes up in conversation much. Exactly. Every So you guys listening, it's lucky you, you get an insider knowledge. Up until the moment, never taken a tablet. So Never taken like a paracetamol or an aspirin? I, just, I didn't take Panadol just because I was like, oh, well, if I've got a headache, it's my body probably telling me something. And if I did then take something, I'd just crush it and take it with Jan because turns out I'm a gagger. And I just can't swallow it. Like, and talking to someone, i.e. you, who has zero problem taking a tablet, this is so foreign, right? You probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, no, but I'm definitely looking forward to taking this out of context. <laughs> but, and, yeah, I, I'm telling you, just gag reflex coming out of the wazoo. Like, I'll try and have this, the tiniest thing, and just every time, and she's like, have you tried? I'm like... I don't know what to tell you, lady. Like, I try and take a tablet, I choke, I almost vomit. <laughs> I just don't swallow it. I, and she's like, well, you're going to have to take the tablet. Can't we, can't we crush this? You can't crush this one. I'm like, fuck, like, gotten away with it my whole life. Surely I can get away with it. And this time has come. Like, I've realised my whole life, I'm going to have to figure this out at one point or another because you'll see your, your grandparents or your parents and they'll take, like, you know, they'll open their hand. They've got like a dozen tablets the size of like a, a five cent coin to a like 50 cent jagged piece the <laughs> size of a dinner plate. And they just chuck it all in their mouth, bit of water and swig it down. I have no idea. All right. Well, uh, anyway, 
<laughs> there's a lot of rambling anyway. Moral of the story, um, Mark's never been able to swallow a tablet and it needs to take one. And so she's like, look, you're going to have to gonna have to fast. I said, oh, look, I've been drinking, but I just haven't eaten. But she's like, all right, come back at, come back at the end of the day. Come back at six o'clock just after you finish work and um, we'll just do it then. It's like, okay, fine. Today's the day. We'll see what happens. I'll make a fool of myself. So anyway, I leave. I hadn't eaten all day. So I hadn't eaten since breakfast and I stopped drinking halfway through the day. It gets to six o'clock, starving. I'm like, well, it's now or never, whatever. I head in there. And fun tactic that she's done, instead of telling me to come the next morning, she tells me to come in the afternoon because as I walk in, there's a young lady in there. And I was like, oh, hey, how you going? And she's good, good, good. I was, I was expecting to see um, the other lady. She's like, yeah. She often does this. She, um, people she doesn't want to see, she handballs to me. And I was like, oh, very smart. Very smart. So anyway, I'll sit down nervously. And uh, she's like, oh, cool. So um, she's being very professional. So like, hey, you good with swallowing tablets? I'm like, oh. And then she says, so you're the one. So <laughs> my, my reputation has been slammed around the, the hospital already. And um, I was like, yeah, look, it's really embarrassing, but I just, I don't want to tell you. I'll try it, but no promises. I was like, have you like, is this a common thing? I feel this is a common thing because it's very common in my life. I feel like someone else is like, well, to be honest, I once had this like six-year-old that just <laughs> pretended he had it. <laughs> But we, I was like, I was hoping to have some kind of sympathy. And I was like, as I'd be so he didn't take it in the end. He's like, no, nah, we made him take it. It's all good. We got him in the end. It's like, all right, look, I'm just going to clear this stuff away from your sink. I'm just going to stand here for a while. And um, she's like, yeah, no worries. I just have to make sure you do it. So I'm not going to lie about it. Like, I'll tell you, you'll very easily be able to tell if it happened or not. And she gives me the smallest amount of water because you're not meant to have much water. And which is great. Like the first time you're going to swallow a tablet, you got a dry mouth and they give you like 10 mils of water and stand there. I'm like, what's the, all the tricks in the book? I try like just stand there with my head up and I just stand there for like probably two, three minutes. And she's like pretending to make herself busy. And I saw a video the other day of like Tony Hawk, the pro skater with like this like four-year-old, three-year-old girl, whatever, on a skateboard on the top of a half pipe. And she's like egging herself on to try and go down the half right half pipe. She's at the top and she's like, yeah, you got it. You got it. Just commit, commit. And the girl's just sitting there like nervously rocking and go, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, two seconds. Yep. Three, two, one, one, two. <laughs> that kind of thing. That's what I'm doing as a 33-whatever-year-old male. Like, and you wouldn't believe it. A miracle happened. I swallowed the tablet Hooray. and it was the best thing ever. And she, I don't think she knew just how groundbreaking this moment was, but it was a huge moment. And ever since, so yeah, this is, this is the best bit. Uh, I was like, I walk out of there. I'm like, great. I'll never have to do that again. I'll go back to crushing. It'd be fantastic. Go to the doctor a week later and he goes, yeah, so the tests come back inconclusive. We need to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I'm not going back to the same place. So I can show you that. I'm going to another <laughs> bloody place. So, for the last month, I've been practicing with, like, mini Smarties <laughs> and Tic Tacs. And, oh, it's been, been a, quite an ordeal this month. But the final test, I'm going to have to go back in in a week or so. And if I can do it a second time with actual medicine, I think this would be like life milestone achieved. So, look, if anyone's out there and they've had problems, I've found one other person that's mentioned this and they've obviously they've figured out how to get over it. They didn't have any good advice to tell me how to get over it. They just figured they have. But if anyone's gone through this, I can, I can tell you, you got sympathy from old copes. Like, you got this. <laughs> Like, it'll happen one day. Don't let anyone make you feel like a six-year-old child. But, um, yeah, it turns out. Turns out, yeah. Gagger. Well, you've never... I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, I feel I feel, like, yeah, I feel like, this is, like this is a thing that happens a lot when someone says something along the lines of, I've never had taken a pill. And everyone, and everyone just doesn't believe you. And I'm like, I feel compelled to just ask you all the things like, oh, so you've never taken this and never taken... Of course, no, you haven't. It's not like I'm going to say, oh, so you've never taken aspirin. And you go, oh, well, yeah, no, I take those. 
That's not how. Yeah, and they say like, "Have have you tried?" And it's like, "Yes, I've tried yeah. many times." Yeah. This is the, what happens when you try something and it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah but, that's but, but, the, where but the never bit comes in. Like, yeah, I've tried. Yeah, yeah, I've tried. But have you have you and, actually and, tried? And like, I'm not sure about other people, but like, vomiting is a traumatic experience. You feel like your insides, well, they are coming out. Like, it's it's not the the it's not like a lucky band slapping your wrist as a, as a punishment. It's I do not wish to vomit. <laughs> is this a good time to tell me about? Well, if we're talking about gagging, talking about a little surprise. Uh, a little surprise. This is some follow up. I, I have follow up. I have some follow up from a while ago. Where Sweet. I doubted you, Cobes. I doubted you, and I feel sorry for that. Yes. Uh, Will you make my computer overload again? Oh, maybe. Previously, you um, described crumpet toast to me, <sighs> and I just—I was—I I was possibly quite mean about this, and just said, "Why? <laughs> what does that make sense?" And then this was like two weeks later. I actually found. To- cr- toasty crumpets in a shop so i've sent you a picture now and uh yeah turns out n- not only a real thing available in the uk turns out i didn't buy them oh of course you don't want to don't want to make copes feel too good about himself well i mean maybe i would if i was if i was given another chance maybe i would buy them but at the time this was when we were in cornwall in a van without a toaster and it mm. was hot as balls. Um, what do you think is least appealing when not cooked? Do you think it is eggs, crumpet? Oh, eggs. Okay, that's better. <laughs> if you if you're going to say raw crumpets, you're not going to get very far with that, are you? When we try and compare it to other okay. things like I don't know meat. Okay, what about between raw crumpets or raw wheat bix? Oh, that hmm. Mm. neither is good yeah I mean like I think raw Weetabix is probably worse than I'm like I think Weetabix or uh, I've had Oatbix recently which is uh, if you can guess what that is then you know well done you working (laughs) out what Oatbix is Um, I I think that's probably it's probably one of those things where you picture how bad it would be and it's actually worse (laughs) if you're trying to eat them dry that is um but I, I, I would kind of be okay with eating a dry Weetabix. I think. I feel like I feel like there's some kind of challenge where you have to eat so many dry Weetabix. There's the Jacob's cracker one where you have to try and eat four without uh, eat four crackers in a minute without any water. Is that like a Weetabix cracker? or Is this like a, a certain brand? A Jacob's cracker. Do you know what oh, a no. Jacob's cracker is? Do you know what? What no. do you have your cheese on at Christmas? Water crackers. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah I, I, oh, you I'm, could eat four of them. Must must be do something. Have, do do you have four? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not willing to do the challenge. Um, water biscuit. Fix. Yeah, yeah, Try. yeah. So yeah, four, eat four water crackers. Uh, really? In a minute. And try try it without any water. Yeah. It's like trying to eat four bourbons. Uh, was it four bourbons? Fastest time to eat. A dry wheat bix biscuit. This just doesn't seem what? like a good time. Get have a, this doesn't. I don't believe this record. I don't believe you managed to find a result for that. Fastest time to eat a dry wheat biscuit is one minute and two seconds. That can't be right. I mean, I, I believe it can take that long. I want to challenge it, but I don't. It doesn't sound like a fun time either way. I would love to. I'd love to see you try just to watch you. When you get to the point of realization, where I'm like, you've taken 48 seconds, you're like, oh. All right, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get it. Two seconds. <laughs> All right, he's back. Am I going to get a time? I'm going to get. I'm going to get a timer out. I feel like this is really simple, but I can't wait for you. To, I, I, I'm. I wish I. Like, I, I really want to have. I mean, I should actually. I should have the recording of this. I, I can't wait to use. Take a screenshot of the moment when you realize it's not going to happen. Got to stopwatch ready. All right. You, have you got it? You're all good? You haven't got any water, have you? Make sure you allow time for delay in between. I'm going to smash the record so quickly that matter. I mean, if if you get even close, then we'll definitely get you to do a proper attempt. But uh, we'll, should we, should we, do you want to wait until you've tried before you say that? 
Well, if you're going to ask a man to break a record twice in a row, I'm not sure if that's going to, like, is feasible. Uh, oh, shall we see, shall uh, we see how close it. you are? On your, on your command. All right, ready? Three, two, one, go. Oh, and he's away. He's off. He's off. He's taking one big bite. That was a mistake. Oh, he's, yes, it is. No, just one bite. Just that's it. He's just, he's chewing. He, he looks like he's slowing down already. I didn't plan that's on 10 seconds doing gone. a game today. I know. That's, that's 15 seconds gone. That's, that's it. No, it's not. You're doing all right. I mean, it, it does look like quite a small wheat bix. Oh, but not, not healthy at all. No, <laughs> what's not? This is a dry wheat. <laughs> we 30 seconds gone. I, put, I prefer mine with sugar. Remember, you, you've got to swallow it all. Mm. <laughs> I, 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 so you're going for the front loading tactic, are you? <laughs> like, just get it all in and hope you can just finish it off, which, by the way, is a bad way to do it. Is it? Mm. Yeah, right. Are you, are, you, are you doing all right? Are you chewing? How's that? How's how's chewing going? I just got the whole wheat bit in my mouth. It's not really doing anything. Is it not? You remember you're trying to do this quickly, right? Mm. The content. People want the content. People want the, I mean, we are, we are padding out the time. Yeah, this is definitely <laughs> filler content. Can't swallow a tablet, but it can have a dry wheat bit. No worries. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I, I can't wait for you to break the record as well. Oh, I'm pretty close. Probably 30 seconds now, right? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a free in there. On the edge of my seat here, Coach. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Oh, 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 it's getting close. Done. One minute, 49 guess. seconds. Uh, <laughs> just a minute more than I thought. <laughs> I love the idea where you're just like, eh, it can't be that bad. And then I'm doing it. For a short while, when you start stuff, I was like, oh, shit, you might do it. And then, uh, yeah, and, that- then, and then you just slow down for some reason, and I don't know why. Why was that? <laughs> well, just- like, yeah, the world record, 57.72. Should have bloody Googled it before. It says, warning, speed eating can be extremely dangerous. Do not, I, oh, did not I know really that. describe what you did as speed eating. Hey, please do not attempt this record unless you're above the age of 18, check, or trained as a professional speed eater. <laughs> What's the all required for? <laughs> What 17 year old is trained as a speed eater? No, no. It's these days. I feel like that's a. I'm going to look into that. I think I can shave a minute. You, you reckon you shave can a minute, take a minute off, off, off eating a Weetabix? I mean, that's a Weetabix. Oh. That's smaller than Weetabix. Oh, we have, we have proper- yeah, that was probably a. Um, that was a Aldi brand, so I'm sure they um, oh, the packaging is a bit yeah, smaller. That's, that's not good. No, you can't. No, that's no good. That's not. That's not regulation. Tune in next time. Next coast's next trial. That's not when you've been training. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> when I'm actually a professional. Oh dear. Oh. <laughs> Do you want a coffee? I'm gonna have some water. That's for sure. <laughs> I went on a. Bit of, you know, a bit of an Amazon spree lately. You know how like you go to buy one thing and then you then you start looking at other things and you're like, oh yeah, free shipping. I may as well get it all now. Yep, I know, I know the feeling. Yep. I went in because you're um. Remember that little rubber magnetic um Clute. cable tire? Clute. Huh. Yeah. Mine snapped unfortunately, but it did, I got I, such I, good use I, from I had it. Had a pretty good run, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Had such good use from it. I googled it and you can get these double-sided Velcro ones. And I was like, this is right. genius. So you don't have to, um, it's not like a zip tie. It's not like a curly cable. You literally just wrap it, wrap it, wrap it. And it's all Velcro. So it all, soft Velcro. So it all uh, tucks away quickly. And I was like, oh, cool. That, that's probably good. I need to organize my cables. And then um, so it showed the recommended things and it showed, oh, you can get these things to put on the side of your desk to sort your cha- charging cables. So you've got all your charging cables there ready. To, to plug in your phone. It's like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'll get that. That'd be pretty organized. I'll get a multi-pack of them. And then I realized, ah, oh, if I'm going to do that, I need a USB hub to connect to my computer so that I can have all these plugged in because there's no point in having the cord ready if I have to plug it in every time. Like, sweet, sweet, I'll do that. And then I was like, shit, if I'm going to do all this, might as well get a new screen. So <laughs> I had a look on, it was Boxing Day sales. So I was like, oh, I'll get a, I got a, Samsung curved screen. Oh, did and you? turns out Yeah, yeah. It turns out they're cheaper than what you think. Like this one was like 170 bucks for a 27 inch screen. That's super what I've got, affordable. I think. Yeah. 
I thought they'd be way expensive. This isn't. This is like a 1080p, so it's not 4K or anything. That's probably why. How's the how's the uh, how's the curved screen changed your life? Has it? Has at it first, it was weird because at first um, the lines weren't straight. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not sure. Is yours on its stand or is your, have you got a different stand? Uh, mine's on its on the stand it came with. Yeah. Ah, did you know you can tilt the screen back? Yep. Didn't know that at first. It was very well, tight, and I, I was mean, like, "I think Man. I found it out." I, d- I don't know how how soon I found that out. Ah. So I might not. Yeah, but, oh man, it's mate. Like I was hoping I had to learn a bit because I didn't realize that it's the same, you know, resolution as say like a twenty-one inch, twenty-three inch with ten eighty p. But so you don't technically fit more on there, but you can if you zoom out of things. It's a bit, it's a bit weird to get your head. I I didn't know all this stuff before. If that makes sense, like it, it fits more than my laptop because my laptop isn't ten eighty p. Right. Yeah, okay. But if you have a 21-inch screen and a 27-inch screen, both on 1080p, it's the same yeah. like same amount of cells in an Excel spreadsheet. It's just uh, zoom, uh, like just magnified. But in Excel spreadsheet, you can zoom out and technically fit more cells in. So there's workarounds like that, which is pretty handy. So like on when you're web browsing, you can do like control negative sign and it, and it zooms out so you can get a more yeah. bigger view. Anyway. Yeah, the screen is awesome. I love it. I was like, if I got this screen, I'm going to need a stand for it. So I've got a stand on my desk that has a screen on one side and then holds a laptop in the other. And it's it's awesome. Like, amazing. Like, I, I'm, I've just started getting back on Twitch lately, which I saw you follow. Thanks very much, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome. to 50 fillers. And so I'm like, oh, now with this setup, I can easily stream. Now I just need a stand for my iPad. So I bought a stand for my iPad. Anyway, so I went from like getting Velcro zip ties to like the pimpedest setup <laughs> ever. Like I can fold the laptop away, tuck it in, tuck everything. It's turns out like it wasn't that expensive in the end. Things are so cheap on Amazon now. But man, when you take like a day to set up and do a bit of research, it's real handy. Like I, I've that free shipping thing. Yeah, it's a good marketing ploy, isn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> but I'm not, no regrets, no regrets. But I used to make fun of like, there's this um, Reddit, um, I'm not sure if you used to send it to me or I told you about it, but there's this one called Battle Station subreddit. And it's just yeah. people taking a photo of their setup and they've got all, you know, all their cables tied off. So it's all super clean. I used to just make fun of that and think, wow. Oh, Beginning of last year, I had my laptop on a cardboard box, you know, in front of me, and that was, and then that's the biggest screen as I need, and so I've gone right down that that way, and it's only a matter of time before I get neon lights just around. When I moved my desk uh, into this room, the plan was very much to have a like I was going to, I was like I know what's going to be on the desk, and I can plan it from the bottom up, and like have all the cables tidy and tucked away and stuff. It did not work out like that. My my desk is a bit of a mess, which upsets me. But I think if I was to probably you know get some proper monitor stands like that would really help because at the moment I'm having to like have them on boxes to make sure they're the right height and that takes up a lot of real estate on the desk. Well, um, that's the thing. Yeah, when it turns out when they're raised, like you can just tuck things away, which is yeah. But turns I, out all, all the things that I miss all about my actual work desk. Mm-hmm. But I feel you that you need to like, you almost need to go through the pain so you know what your setup is because everyone has a different setup. Yeah. And you need all those things to line up really. But I took a little too long to set it up, but I was enjoying it. It was good fun. Double-sided tape, things underneath the desk, shenanigans like that. Cable tidies. It's it's something that's so satisfying once you've done it properly, but it, just, it needs to, you need to get it all done. Another thing I find about this kind of thing is that it doesn't matter how... Well, I know for me personally, anyway, no matter how well I do it to start off with, entropy happens and it just disintegrates into an absolute mess. Uh-huh. Like yeah, on this desk, when check. I have to unplug something, it, it requires taking me it requires me taking half the desk apart because the uh, there's the plugs are on the inside of the desk and I can't get to them by. Um, <laughs> I, I can't get to them without moving a monitor and the speakers, but the speakers I've been planning to get rid of anyway. Oh my god, it's just. Uh, all these people that have really I, I found this as well when I've been doing the wiring in the van like 
It doesn't oh, matter how true. well you start off with, you need to be very dedicated to making everything absolutely perfect. Or it's, as soon as you let one thing go, oh, I'll just let that do that. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's not important. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's gone. The whole thing's just going to disintegrate from there. And you, in like you go down the line a little bit, you'll look at it and you go, this is a mess. How do I let this happen? There, there is a reason why like heritage or like these apartments here is that they don't let any anything happen on the outside of the building without like approval from strata and mm. the reason is like as soon as you start running one cable somewhere or one pipe somewhere um it would be in the van as well like as soon as you do one you're like oh well if if we're running cables let's let's just <laughs> deal with all of them <laughs> i think there would <laughs> I mean, it probably doesn't help with the van. Some of it's like in a place where I can't go back and do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't just rip it all out and do it again. But that that just means that um, I kind of have to just live with it. But it's mm-hmm. it's it to a point. There's like a, 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 a there's a level where once you go, once you get all the cables going into a certain point, you kind of just go right. We'll just ignore it from that point from A to B, and we'll just cover that up. And I know it's a mess in there, but as long as I can tell what's going well. Which cable is going and what's in out. and what? Yeah, and what's coming out? It doesn't matter what's inside. That, like that is tidy, and that's kind mm-hmm. of what I've got some on my desk. But then I need to move cables around because I've got two computers on here. I've got one for work and one like the one I'm using now is not my work computer. And then I'll have something like I need to move a speaker around or something like that. It's it's, it's as soon or add a charging cable like I've got to charge my mouse or something. I remember reading a quote where someone said, the future's weird because my roommate asked if he could charge his cigarettes today, but I said, no, they couldn't because I was charging my book. The future's weird. <laughs> That's true. Like, the amount of things that are charged by USB now is, is is odd. I did see someone in the office the other day and I was like, oh, is that your hard drive? Or is that your personal computer? He's like, no, it's my e-cigarette. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> just charge like the hard drive. drive. It's a like, weird just, thing, isn't it? Just charging random items like, for no... Well, I... Let me see. How many things have I got on my desk currently that I need to charge? I've got headphones, cycle computer, phone, uh, keyboard, mouse. They're both separate things that need charging. Um, that might be it at the moment. But I've that was got a game like did. Was. Is, is getting a wireless keyboard and mouse, is the hassle of batteries going flat enough for the benefit of using because i always have wired because i used to hate it when it goes flat and we used to always go flat uh i have ones with built-in rechargeable batteries which is the only way i would do it. i would mm. not i hate using ones which like take double a batteries because when they run out it's a real pain to replace them so when they're plugged in charging can you still use it these ones yes so i've got a logitech um let me try and get it right the mouse is a logitech master mx master the first generation they've done two since and i would i would quite like the new ones but um i, I can't justify spending a hundred pounds on a new mouse when i've got basically the same one minus a couple of features uh and i've got uh an mx code keyboard both logitech they're great they work nicely together uh, one of the reasons I got the keyboard is because it's got an option to be connected to multiple computers and it's got a quick change Ooh. key. So as I said, I'm working on two computers. Uh, I don't use both of them at the same time as much as I did when I first got the keyboard because I've tried to stop using my own... Uh, well, basically, I don't I don't run Spotify off my uh, own PC anymore. I try and run it off the work one. I, I, I just try to have as few things turned on as possible now. But it is helpful being able to switch between the two. So that's pretty good. Uh, they can both be charged while I'm using them, which is important because something like uh, with my Mac, the Apple Magic yeah. Mouse, you can't use it while it's charging because they... You plug it in the bottom, right? Yeah, they designed it so well that you can't use it while it's charging because why would you remember to charge it when you're not using it? Um, very, I remember hearing about that. It's very odd. It's You would think... You would think the optimum place is at the very top where like a traditional cord comes out. So you could just... Yeah, that's where my current one charges. It. It's the kind of thing where you can tell where the person designing it um, cared more about how it looks than how it functions. And they look at it and go, look how great this is. And then they didn't get someone to use it for a while. And mm-hmm. then ha- that person be able to have sufficient feedback back into it. Because there's just some things where you kind of have to look at the design and go, how would you live with this? Like if... When, no matter how much you think, oh, that's not going to get annoying, it will eventually. And that's part of why I can make sure I've got the battery. These batteries aren't batteries I have to put in. Uh, when I got my, years ago when I got my Xbox, the first, one of the first things I did was buy um, proper battery packs for the c- controllers. Because then out of the box, they take 
AA batteries and I just said nope not having that mm-hmm. I'm going to spend mm-hmm. the money to get a little battery pack to basically convert it over to charged by USB I'll find yeah wireless mice I love I know I know some people who can't stand wireless mice have to have it wired so I know some people I think my uh, the reason my dad has a wired mouse is because that way he doesn't lose it um <laughs> Which I think is similar to the idea of like having a bit of string tied to the TV remote. I, I feel it loses its. I, I, that was rice. Yeah, and, I find and it wasn't just a string; it was a rope. Rope. Yeah, so you Let's got this straight. You still find it, and I go. But the whole point is that it's remote, <laughs> and you just don't lose it. Um, and that's coming from someone who's. I, I'm notorious for putting things down and going, "Where did I put?" Like, whenever I'm working on the van, and I'll just I'll have like a. a doesn't matter what it is any of the tools as soon as i put it down i immediately forget where i put it because the why did i put it down i was could pick something else up and when you put when you're picking something else up you're not thinking about what you've just put down so i'll be there working it's, with um i'll measure something with the tape measure right I measure that put the tape measure down get out whatever i'm about to cut or something with and then do that and then i'll have at some point in this move to go and get something else and then i'll be spending five minutes Shout, swearing myself because I can't find the tape measure because I was stupid enough to put it down. Oh, I feel this is the exact reason where like you meet someone new and all you all you're thinking is like, don't get my own name wrong, don't get my own name wrong. You're like, hi, my name's Mark, and whatever they say next, you're not going to remember it. They say, nope. hi, my name is whatever. Don't don't care. Yep. And you just forget it. And three seconds later, you're like, what did they say their name was? Damn, I hope I got my name right. That's all. <laughs> like, all you think about. Well, it's, it, and then. When you feel like I've, I'm really worried about this with uh, names for when I start going out places again and I get to go back to something like frisbee training and there's suddenly a load of people here and I'm like, I was, I'm not great at names. I'm re- I'm, I'm pretty terrible at them anyway. And I'm, I'm, I managed to learn all your names before, but I've since spent at least a year not talking to any of you. Like uh-huh. that bit of my brain that I was working very hard to like keep. St- uh, keep stacked on information like this is our names i'm gonna have to like go back and like learn people's names again and it's gonna be really embarrassing when it gets to the point with someone who i know quite well and i was looking at them and be like i've forgotten your name like <laughs> i did with nat once that was a fun story <laughs> it happened like i uh yeah i couldn't it, that happens as well when especially uh like high school people and you think like oh i'd never forget someone that you went to school with no way but oh, I couldn't tell you, you most of their names. Yeah, it's and weird. you, you see their faces like, for sure. I, I feel like you should be able to remember their name, and then sometimes it's just. But then you can remember their name when you spend time thinking about it. But when you're talking to someone or you bump into someone, you don't have that time. <laughs> no, and you don't have Facebook to stalk. Also, that's when your brain just crashes and goes, "Oh, I'm out. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna give you that information. That's privileged." Remember your own name. Remember your own name. That's all it's doing. It is, it is. But you've done you've done your desk up and you love it, do you? Oh man, love it. Yep, game changer. It means that like I literally because I like I said the the streaming I've been trying to do it each morning. It's a bit of barrier entry because it's a bit of uh, it's a bit intimidating. But when it's all set up, it's just no excuses. You just turn it on, start it up, and go from there. So it's uh, helped in that respect to get going. One thing I've been meaning to do, or or wanted to do for a while is uh set up the mic instead of it being on this stand set it on um mm-hmm. uh desk mount stand like this light is Ooh. Ooh. oh well, they can move yeah like that it sounds so like that- something we need to buy from amazon <laughs> <laughs> well you, you can buy from amazon I, I i avoid buying things from amazon if i really can um mm-hmm. but uh yeah that way i can have it like the cables are all set up and then i can just go move it in whereas unlike the current setup where the cable is so intrusive that I have when I'm not using it, I unplug it to like move it out of the way and stuff, and then cables are all over the place. Mm, uh, you've got me so thinking. That's... that's true. I haven't set up this mic <laughs> Sorry, either. I, I've set up even more office organization mm. for you, have you? Have I? But it'll be good. I should just send you a load of things like um, office the desk tidies and stuff. Like you need this. <laughs> I had this. Um, I want to quiz you with this idea that I've been brainstorming, and thinking about like uh, career options and how they impact you as a person. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about, uh, this sounds serious, but it's <laughs> not very. I would think about like actors, right? right. An actor has to, this came up because in this scene we're watching, uh, these ladies were doing a karaoke. And in the karaoke, they were horrible. 
and and they you know like they're they're part of the movie that just they're having a girls' night out and they're just I'm not sure why I was watching this movie but they're just having a girls' night out and they're horrible singers and they're just having fun whatever it was a good night and I was thinking man if I was an actor actress like would I want even if I'm pretending would I want my horrible singing to be broadcast for the whole world to see on repeat like it's kind of kind of private and I don't certainly don't sing karaoke. I'm gonna to have to be very intoxicated to sing at karaoke because I don't think I'd enjoy. It. I'm not sure why people do it. It seems the weirdest thing to do. I'm not, do you do karaoke? Not anymore. No, I I very much am on the uh, no never again train for karaoke. Yeah, I'd, well, I probably think once I did it, it was not that it wasn't a scarring memory. It just sounds like a dumb thing to do. And but the thing was like. These, these actors, they, they get paid to do it. So they get paid to do whatever and they have to act, not however they want to act, but how the character acts. And so maybe it's like jumping, from, I mean, they get stuntmen from, for a lot of things, but it could be like talking in front of, you know, on stage in front of an auditorium. Simple thing that you see in a lot of movies, like it could be a professor talking at a conference and think, you don't think much of it, but if I was a professor speaking at a conference, I'm, I'm sure I'd be da- packing my dax. And so they don't sound like it. Like when they're acting, their voice isn't wavering because they're professional. They're, uh, they seem like they're like the character. They don't seem like the nervous actor. And what I'm thinking is like, do actors have some special power that they can use in life? Like if you're in the movie and you're this big, you know, like this cool tough like you wear like you got tattoos and you're like you're riding a motorbike and everyone loves you this super confident extroverted person but in real life you're like this nervous wreck that can't talk to people what's stopping you from in real life just pretending to be acting like pretending your life is a gig and pretending to be cool and confident and like, couldn't actors do whatever they want? Because if they got given a role and that and the director said, I want you to do it this way, they wouldn't be like, no, nah, I can't do that. I'm not a confident person. They'd be like, sure, whatever. I'll pretend to do whatever you want. Could they not do that in real life and pretend to do anything? Even if they know inside their nervous, nervous wreck, they could just get away with it and do it convincing because they're a damn good actor. Thoughts? Um, Did I make any sense? Yeah, but... You do know that acting like is a uh, being someone else, right? Yeah, who cares? They can be also, someone else in real life. <laughs> act, acting is the kind of uh, thing that attracts a certain kind of person. Uh-huh. Uh, and an introverted person who doesn't like attention to be drawn to them is not that kind of person. Okay, probably that's probably <laughs> too extreme. I guess what I'm saying is like any actor should be able to bungee jump or any actor probably can speak in front of a crowd any actor could probably um you mean like, like would so, a person well i mean there are there are some famous examples of well, i say famous i don't, can't think of any but examples of where actors have uh their character does something that they couldn't do themselves such mm-hmm. as um work with animals or something could be a, a good example where um an actor doesn't like working with animals but their character works with animals so they have to work around that or something um, but I can't quite so, like. Are you talking about just if I want to be a different person, I can? Well, I, yeah, I, really- I think like if you if you were able to become an actor and learn the skills of acting and convincing people that you're doing things, I mean, there are there are perks to living life in a certain way that the way you come across or the things you like risk doing that you could just do because. You're used to doing things that you're not comfortable with. I guess that's the thing. Like, in we could easily say we don't want to do something because we're not comfortable. And we're like, that's our out. Oh, I'm not comfortable. Not going to do it. But actors are going to have to do it in a job so they could just do it in real life. And I think from from acting and getting through that hurdle, you'd probably get benefits from doing it. You'd be like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Maybe I'll, I'll do this other thing next time. There, there are no limits because you just pretend. I think what you're just talking about there is just having confidence. <laughs> Probably, uh, just, just, probably. Like, I, I mean, I know, I, I can't say that. Uh, it's just, hmm, hmm. I probably should have thought about this more. Well, I'm just, I'm just trying to work out how to articulate what I'm thinking. Well, like, my, my thoughts on this because, 
What, what you're saying there is just, if I want to be more outgoing, why don't I just pretend to be more outgoing? And there is, there's something to that. I'm not going to uh-huh. disagree, but like, you don't need to be an actor to do that. You just need to be... You don't, but I think it's a, secret, it's a secret power that they've got. And it just probably do it. is, yeah. There are probably people who are less self-aware or uh, are paying more attention to positive feedback than negative feedback. So if you're looking at someone who's in the same situation where they go out and say, I want to be more outgoing, so they go out and you know, speak to more people or something. And for some of us, like that would go really well. Uh, you'd notice how if you speak to more people, more speak back to you or... Uh, everyone seems to be enjoying themselves whereas for other people they might notice the negative things where they realise that there might be someone there who doesn't talk back to them much or something and then you get the different feedback loops of positive and negative and depending on which one you pay more attention to that steers where you are but that's really going into more of a deeper conversation about self confidence I think um, yeah like- maybe maybe, maybe I'm focusing on the con- I have to try and think of other examples but um Maybe um yeah maybe it is just the color. I think it must have come from like a yeah watching like a like I said uh, someone riding a bike and, and acting the cool person or something like that and and whatever things worked out I'm not sure I mean there's 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 definitely a skill to being able to pretend to be someone else or act like someone else um and that's what really good actors are known for is whether or not they can. Like uh, Gary Oldman is able to completely lose himself in a role where he's, he's completely unrecognisable, whereas some mm. actors are probably have a bit of a one trick, you know, a bit of a one trick pony, and you can always see them. And you don't really see the character. Um, mm-hmm. f- yeah, but like if you, there's nothing stopping you from being a different person if you want to. No, no, no. This isn't a self reflection thing. <laughs> it's just, a, I just <laughs> like, I like just yeah. It's not just actors that can do this. You have heard of lying, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, lying sounds great. I've also thought like as an actor, if they, especially if they're typecast into a role and maybe that type of person is very, maybe like, you know, Matt Damon style, Jason Bourne character, they do a lot of this yeah. type of character. And then in real life, uh, I mean, what, what does it mean that someone likes you as an actor so when they come they say oh i love your work love it like are they saying they they're not saying they like you as a person they're saying they like (laughs) the character that you pretend to be you know what i mean like they could be an absolute jerk but does it matter if they're a jerk if what all you like is what they do you'll never see them in real life again not like fascinating it's a fascinating um industry i feel and no wonder there's so many people that go on drugs (laughs) probably (laughs) it's fascinating no wonder they're unstable (laughs) that's it (laughs) yeah i think what some of the things that you're pointing out there are more of like how actors are self-selective in that it takes a certain you you don't accidentally become an actor unless you're harrison ford and um although i'm pretty sure like that's not a great example because if you don't want to be an actor then you just don't like no yeah i think it's a good point you're bringing up is that if it attracts a certain type of person to the job, then they're going to be a certain type of person. Yeah. To, anyway. So the people who that doesn't suit very well don't go into that. Because it takes a lot of work to, and quite a lot of luck as well to get into this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I remember reading something about, um, they were looking at NASA. So, so some, someone did a study into luck uh, and they use an example I'll wait until that stops I could hear your your tummy grumble more than that bill oh right well the tummy grumble is getting cut as well Um, (laughs) so I remember reading a a study into luck where they were looking at um, they were looking at NASA astronauts and they had the idea that there's so many people applied and it was a thousand or something it was a lot of people applied for not very not very many positions it was so along the lines of a a thousand people were applying for 10 positions and they were trying to work out how well they scored in tests versus uh and how much that compared to how much luck was involved so the idea being was when they have a thousand people was it the top the top 10 that tested that got the role or was there something else that they could account for and they actually found out the luck was surprisingly important uh in guessing it and i think they based it on the they found out 
uh, when they were running the numbers or somehow. I wish I could remember where it was so I could link to it. But they, what they no. came across was they said, actually, out of the 10, the 10 people that ended up in the role, only two of them would have got that role if it hadn't involved luck at all. Um, mm. The other eight in that role were basically there because of luck. Like, luck was only playing a small part. It was like 5% of whatever it was or something. So they, they wouldn't have got... They had to be good enough to get, you know, be in contention. But then just being the best wasn't enough. You also had to have a good deal of luck. And I think acting is one of those things as well, where it doesn't matter how good an actor you are, you still need to be in the right place at the right time to get the role because there's just such a scarcity of um, of work. Well, yeah, I often think of that kind of thing even for like the Olympics is that you could be the top of the game and the best you'll ever be. But if you just happen to be born in the same generation as like a world-class athlete, then or if you, you'll never get gold. Or if you were at the uh, Jamaican running trials and you get tripped up by the guy next to you, then, you know, you might end up having to run in bobsled instead. Right, but you've been in a movie. That's the best bit. Cool running. It still holds up. Oh, I love it. I do love it. When I was in Canada, I visited my mate. We went to the bar that they do the bar scene. And they've got um, they've got the... When I saw the sled run where it, where it's at, and they've got the bobsled, the Jamaican bobsled, up, up near the entrance of the bar. It's pretty cool. That's cool. It is a boot scooting bar. But I wanted to like find the toilets and go like look in the mirror and go like you're a badass who <laughs> don't take no crap off of nobody. Uh, Once again, be stood next to the line of people doing it as well. <laughs> yeah, they probably get so many people like in there pretending. It's a classic. Did I did I mention my morning hack for um? Oh, I probably did for no. setting the alarm for five minutes every week or something. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's been working at the moment. I'm like, is it six thirty-five? But the, I found the best way to make myself get up is to let myself play a video game when I get up. And this uh, this is a great tactic if uh, anyone needs help. Because I haven't, this whole year, every time my alarm gets off, I get up. Because it means I can play a game. The game I've chosen is very boring. No one would love it. It's called Motorsport Manager 3. <laughs> it's on the iPad. And you're like, you're managing an F1 team. And like you have to negotiate contracts and then you're not racing, nothing dumb like that. You're watching your players race and you're telling them when to pit and upgrade their stats and choose sponsors and upgrade your engines. And just, I'm fascinated. So the good news is I'm getting up in the morning straight away and playing. The bad news is I'm playing for a good hour and (laughs) it would be the same as sleeping in. (laughs) So I need to like curb the playing now, but at least I'm up. You know, but, I mean, step so one. Th- but for those that didn't listen to the last episode, do you have set uh, your alarm uh, five minutes forward every week? Yeah, that's right. Yep. It, and then over time, you get to the point where you're getting up earlier and earlier because you yep. don't use the time in the evening as well. So, for example, if you could, uh, yeah, yeah. If you could shift your day, nine, I think you said 90 minutes forward, so you get up 90 minutes early and go to bed 90 minutes uh, earlier as well, you get more out of the day. Because none More of us have really time. been that productive at half ten at night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the stat was that that ninety minutes in the morning equates to one year, one awake year every ten. So you like yeah. get ten percent of life more. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. So it's on. It's on the progress. But so, so you're kind of you're gaining that time, but you're also losing it by playing a game, which you could have been doing games, like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's technically it's not working, but you know progress is being made. Well, I mean, I, I find mean, if, probably one of the main things is change helps with the like having something new to get up for. It makes a big difference. It's weird how like I don't I tend to not eat breakfast, but like when I was at university, I would get excited about how uh, I've got I could have I've got if, if I buy a new box of cereal. I could be excited about how I'm going to get up and have that for breakfast. Whereas once I've had it for like a week, I don't care anymore. I'm like, I'm not going to get up mm-hmm. early for that. But um, I, recently I've been trying to reduce my screen time in the morning. So I now set uh, on iPhone, you've got an option to set that between certain hours, it restricts the apps you're allowed to use, which sounds a bit weird, basically having this thing that I spent a lot of money on to have, a lot, to have lots of functionality. And for most of the day, I'm turning it off saying it doesn't do that. And, Is that um, a native app? Like yeah, native yeah. to the... Wow. Yeah, screen time. So I, I used it before once to stop my to stop using the phone at night, and that actually managed to work. Um, it was like having the fire phone idea, where uh, I think that also helped. Where having the phone not next to bed managed to break the habit of spending all night on my phone and having it as a 
comfort device where if I can't sleep, I'll just go on the phone for a bit. Now, if I can't sleep, I just don't do anything for a bit and I'll go to sleep. Um, <laughs> but I've changed it this time. I'm, I'm being a bit more strict. In fact, now instead of it going from like my sleeping hours, and I think I set the first time I tried it, I actually set it so it turned off early. The idea being, I don't want to use my phone in the evening to keep me awake, but if it helps me wake up in the morning, great. So like with uh, your idea for Motorsport Manager, so when you wake up in the morning, you let yourself play games on your phone or watch YouTube or whatever, because I'm happy to wake up at that time. And then that way, I'll by the time I get to waking up time, I'll actually be awake as opposed to barely sentient. Um, but I found I don't like the idea because then what I've noticed from that is if I let myself do that, I get into a pattern where I wake up and I'm on my phone and then I, that phone keeps me in bed longer. Uh-huh. You're just because scrolling your phone in bed. You just scroll your phone. And, that, and when you get self-aware about how you're not, you've been doing that, you're like, I'm just, what I'm doing is just scrolling through Reddit and then getting bored of that, closing the app and then opening up Reddit again. So I've now set it that in between 10 at night and midday, my phone only allows me to use certain apps. Uh, mm. And those apps would be along the lines of, I allow myself to have exercise apps like Strava, because if I'm going for a run in the morning, that's something I want to do. You know, I'll use my phone for that. Uh, what else have I got? Because be, it's, it's on that setting now, so I can't really do very much. Uh, so you can't like use Facebook in the morning? Uh, nope. Well, I don't have the Facebook great. app on here anyway, but um, like any games or Reddit, Discord, Slack's on the naughty list as well, which I think is a mistake because the reason I use Slack is to talk to you and uh, you live in a different time zone, so it's not mm. quite relevant. Um, but that's that's the idea and with this this time around um, which is something I didn't do something I've done this time which I didn't do last time was I got someone else to set the pin oh. last time I just didn't set a pin and I was like I'm an adult I'll just do it myself and this time I was like it's, 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 a, it's a slippery slope what I have found and I'm hoping there's a setting to override this is that I don't need the pin to enable an app so when I it, it helped this morning when I needed to turn on Slack for a bit but uh, that's not that's that defeats the whole point. The whole mm. point is that I'm trying to lock myself out of this so that I can't mm-hmm. get myself in. Because once you let yourself in a little bit, it all it just becomes a slippery slope where you just let yourself have a little five minutes. I'll just check this. I'll just check that, and then you're on it for heart, an entire age. Um, yeah. See, so yeah, I found this. Oh, I'm just I'm just I'm going the other way from you. I'm saying I can't use my phone in the morning to stop myself being there, lying in bed. But I think one the main thing I'd probably say that's most effective is just change something mm-hmm. new is really and the main thing and just being aware like like you said like it sounds like we both tried something drastic hitting road bumps but it doesn't mean it's a failure it's just like a road bump it's just got a yeah i really think this is a topic that's worth like trying and experimenting and getting over because it's a dumb addiction like so dumb like the world kept spinning before social media and apps and I think they should be used to your benefit, not to your detriment. I think it's um, it's also quite hard to recognise your when it's well, it's quite hard to see yourself doing it because you it's just mm-hmm. you don't notice it. These a lot of these things are designed to suck you in and keep you scrolling for ages, or it's uh, it might be a mobile game where it just give, it's just fine tuned to give you those little endorphin hits over and over again, where it just keeps you playing forever. Uh, like looking at you, Cookie Clicker, um, which, by the way, is an addiction I'm thankful I managed to break eventually. Um, Hashtag not sorry. (laughs) Hashtag all coaches' fault. (laughs) Um, So these kind of things where if if you can, like, you need to be self-aware that this is something you want to stop. But, they, yeah, it's hard to break these habits. But if you stick at it, then it's really good. But I think also it's helpful not... Like when, if you look at someone else and they, you, you think they, uh, when you see someone else break a habit that they they're happy to have got over, you tend to not, you tend to be happier that they managed to break the habit than you are upset at them for having the habit in the first place. But I think with yourself, it's hard to allow yourself to be like that. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be very self-critical, so you need to realize that um, breaking this habit is an improvement, and you should do that. And mm-hmm. just because it's a ha- you have the habit in the first place doesn't reflect badly on you yeah you need to talk to yourself like you would a friend really exactly yeah go easy on yourself forgive yourself unless your personality type is you're a dick 
and you're like you're a dick to all your friends then yeah then you're a dick go, so no. <laughs> just don't be a dick <laughs> don't, don't be a dick so that sounds like a should we start wrapping up yeah what should they do Baxter now you know why I say it every episode uh, so oh, after yeah, listening cool. everyone should go to www.puppiesandwaterman.com to go and see the website because the website oh, is there. soon. It's going to be updated. And yeah, yeah, one day, one day. It's one uh. Day. As long as you don't say which day, then that's fine. We can we can always just keep pushing it down the road. Yeah, you should check every day just in case it changes one of them. Should we just should we make one of the changes that we put at the top of the website? New uh, update coming soon. That's just always there. <laughs> or uh, like they used to do back in there, you get a flashing gif of like a road sign that says under construction. Yeah, under construction. Under construction. Under construction. Hashtag yeah. never finished. Uh, so that you go to the website and also uh, if you're listening to the podcast on a on a podcast player then have a think about subscribing if you're not already subscribed if you're already subscribed thank you very much that's great uh, there's, yeah. what else do they do Copes uh, we've got one last one we've got the the group in Facebook uh, the Wolf Wolf Yum Yum Club it looks like uh, there's there's rumourings of an Among Us uh, multiplayer game. There is. Uh, is exciting. Uh, we, uh, uh, these kind of things which would be great to do and um, once we get uh, a bit more organised, which means this, this should hopefully be imminent by the time this episode comes out. Um, we'll try and get something like that running. It's a bit tricky with what with the two hosts of the podcast living in completely different time zones, but I'm sure we'll work something out. Yeah, two AM should be fine to get it. Two AM fine. I mean, I'm happy to play at a really weird time, but uh, yeah. Uh, have you got a quote? No. Great. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs>